What's good, Internet? It's your boy, Corey, from the Hardwood Herald, and we are back with another episode of Nothing But Netflix on the Underdog Podcast Network. We have a very special guest today. It is one John Sabine. You may have seen him on Bulls Outsiders. Uh, he is a Luka Doncic stan, which I want to say that you know that I do draft work. I have been very historically accurate on my Luka assessment. And sure. also... I know that you love Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> oh my God! Absolutely, this is already the best introduction I've ever had. You just got like my dream journal out right now. Uh, I'm thrilled to be here. I do love Stone Cold. I think he's one of the greatest living live performers, next to Beyonce. <laughs> and I love Luka Doncic. Um, he's my son. Uh, and I'm thrilled to be on this podcast. It, I, it, it is a privilege and an honor, my friend. So thank you for having me. Troy. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. It's going to be fun. You know, um, with the draft work that I do, I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm putting together a ranking, you know, the big board and all that, that you're supposed you to tell me your big, because I'm terrible at draft stuff. Okay. And so I need any help I can get. Cause I I'm, don't know how to do it. So, all right. So like, I'm going to, I'm going to say like, let, people in on a little secret, like for the people that watch this, listen to this, I'm doing either something that's like insanely stupid or is going to be insanely cool. I have decided cool. since, since print is dead yep. that I am going to actually put out a draft magazine to release my big board in person. Yes. All right. <laughs> I will not, that's good. I will read that because I don't know anything about the draft every year. When Luca got drafted, my friend called me before the draft and goes, yeah. "What do you want?" I was like, "I want that Luca guy, but we have the fifth pick. We're not going to get him." Right. And I was like, "I don't know anybody else. I don't watch college that much. Uh, like people will send me clips, but I can't tell. Like I can't tell. Right. Like I don't know how people like Anthony Bennett went one. How, no one knows anything. Like Tyler Hero <laughs> went fourteen. Bam Adebayo went. You know, no one knows. Like oh, it was crazy, man. The draft uh, is crazy. Like it, and." now with like Twitter and like all the people who think they're like draft experts and whatever, it's like everybody thinks that they know they have sources and who knows what, what's what it's crazy, ah. but I'm putting out a magazine. That's how I'm releasing my big board. I love it. I'm having a bunch of people write for it. It's either going to be awesome or no one's going to read it. So no. <laughs> it'll, it'll be, be awesome. I, you, you'll have one because I will be like, <laughs> I don't, I, I don't, who should the bulls go up fourth? I don't know. I don't but, know, <laughs> but I am going to tie this back around. Um, I tweet, I, I was, you know, doing my research and Tyrese Halliburton, who I have like, you know, around like the end of the lottery or whatnot. I was like, uh, let's see like if he's like working out, maybe he fixed his handle a little bit. And I just saw that he has this massive old WWF t-shirt collection. And I was like, yes, fuck, fuck it. He's number one on my board now. And, uh, and he responded, he was like, I'm bringing out, don't worry. I got more heat coming. Are you kidding? Yeah. So oh, will you, will you, after this, will you DM, DM it to me? Because yeah. Halliburton was like, I listened to like a podcast and I was like, uh, I know that sounds like that Dick Cheney thing. Sure. Uh, <laughs> it, but people were saying like his coaches really like him and stuff. And so I was yeah. like, he seems like a guy that will go too high because people will be afraid to be like, oh, he'll play for 15 years, you know? Right. Yeah, for sure. It's, he's literally the guy that I'm like, all right, I know he's going to be better than this guy. But yes. Like, but like, and I like, I know he is, but. I, it's like this guy's got more potential, I guess, because he could jump higher. I don't know, but yes. even, I know he's going to be better than. So it's hard. He's hard to like. I can't believe he replied, and can, and he's a, and he likes the he likes the square he's like, circle. I'm dude, in. I'm in. 
And it's not even WWE shirts. It's WWF. So that's how you know he's real. Yes. I mean, he was, he's probably barely born before they made the switch. (laughs) Seriously. Like, legitimately. Like, I don't even know he'd be alive during the Attitude Era. No. But, but now with the WWE network, it's like you can just go, you know, binge it all. It's great. It's fantastic. And I always have to remember basketball players aren't older than me just because they look bigger and more manly. (laughs) I always assume they're older than me. And I'm like, I'm, 15 years older than you. I know. It's so weird. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm the same way. It's And I'm like, um, I, like, is it weird that I'm like a mid 30s year old man who's like writing things about this teenager? No, 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 <laughs> no, no. If it was like AAU, maybe, but like, yeah. no, no, no. I'm always like, why do I call him sir? Like, <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you a question. You, yes. you met Luca. This I year. didn't meet Luca. You didn't meet Luca. You saw him. I met him. You met him, yes. I met him. him. Yeah. We, oh, I bamboozled him actually. Uh, I we uh, in the like in the locker room of the United Center um, yeah. a week before everything shut down. Like we just like we did on a Monday. On Friday, they pulled all the press passes, so there was one other game in between. Okay, and so we really hit. And I had a sign that just said "Luca, please wave at me" in Slovenian. <laughs> <laughs> but then a Slovenian person said it said Luca, please fight me, which I I don't know what it said. I just okay. I just, I just altivisted it. I don't know. I don't, I spoiler alert: I can't speak Slovenian. <laughs> um, and he looked terrified. But I got a picture with him, and it was I did not touch him because okay. I didn't like because of it was I I was like paranoid about COVID like in January. Right. Um, uh, I say that I say that only because to show my neuroses. Uh, and so I got to meet him and it was, it was the greatest, it was a make-a-wish. It was the greatest thing in the world. It's it was amazing. fantastic. I love it. That's the content that we like to see on the internet. Oh, and he, he waved. Like we, I just wanted to wave. I didn't, he didn't have to do anything to say my name. He waved and we got a picture and it was shout out to Matt Peck and Big Dave who were like, they're very good at getting pictures and I'm always too scared to talk. And they're like, yeah. can we get a picture? And I'm like, so shout out to them. You know, I, I haven't crossed pa- uh, paths with Matt yet, but one of the first guest podcast appearances I did this year was with Big Dave. Oh my gosh. How, don't you wish he was nicer? <laughs> I mean, have you met anyone who's just a, uh, like sunlight personified? Yeah, man. He's amazing. And Matt's great too. Matt is, I mean, he's a, he's a diabolical genius. He's the best. I love right. it. I love it. Um, all right. So getting into the actual, this is important. The actual basketball yeah. movie slash tv show slash purpose of this podcast mm-hmm. we're switching it up we last week we did our first documentary which strayed from the path of of movie a little bit mm. now we're doing our first episode of television mm-hmm. okay and this is one of the more important episodes um of television mm-hmm. probably in the history of television and, and we're talking about family matters season five episode seven grandmama it doesn't get any better than this it is family matters is unbelievably good it is bulletproof for 10 years it was bulletproof steve like every it was every episode was a banger every <laughs> like, episode was a banger and truly i mean what's great about it is even though this isn't necessarily um you know this is more of like a charlotte hornets type episode but the show takes place in Chicago, so we're able yes. to really just fit this in. I mean, we're going to talk about the Bulls intertwined in the episode. The Bulls are very that they're the that's what makes Eddie. It's, it's the Eddie, whole purpose of it. It's the, that's the forbidden make, fruit. That's yeah. It's, we're we're gonna I can't we're gonna dive into it. Oh but my first, gosh. I want to I want to talk about like 
Urkelmania. Yes. Like Family Matters at its peak. I mean, like I had the Steve Urkel doll that you do. You, do you know what I'm talking about? I, know, I, I have the Urkel game. I know exactly what you're talking about. You know, like, like unbelievable how big Urkel was in the 90s. Um, and partly, I think, where I was in my life on a Friday night, all I wanted to do was watch TGIF mm-hmm. on ABC. It was fantastic. And the lineup. So do you remember what the, like the order of the shows? So I, I don't know if I necessarily remember the specific order, but I, I remember like some of the other shows that were on there. I, I think, it, I think it went full house family matters step-by-step step, Yes, hang with Mr. Cooper. And it's like, heyday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was like the chunk of it's like, that was its peak years. That was the lineup. Uh, my 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 wife and I's wedding party entered the reception to the Family Matters theme song. Fuck yeah! <laughs> uh, we just like, it's a song that everyone knows, but you don't know why you know it. Like and we just wanted to be like, what is that song? Like what is that? Like like uh, it is set in Chicago, and I don't think people realize that Steve Urkel, like Steve Urkel's like kind of like it's the same as Borat. Like <laughs> we make fun of it in a meta way now, yeah, like, in an ironic way. But he was legitimately a fantastic character in a, in a star, like oh, time. a television star. And it, watching Jaleel White, watching this episode, you're just like, this guy was like, he was Dick Van Dyke of our era. Like we don't appreciate, we, we need to give him some, like he needs the Mark Twain award or something. Like he's I, so good at everything he does. He, he's so good. I don't know how ABC was able to figure out, like I miss this era of, of TV. Like I know, you know, like you know, we didn't Innocent. we didn't even put in like Boy Meets World. Yes, um, you know, like step by step, which I've actually recently like rewatched a ton of the episodes. Kind of adult. Um, it is, and I remember it being kind of adult back yeah. in the day when I was younger. I was like, they're about to fuck. In yes, <laughs> and uh, and they're mean. <laughs> yeah, like it's very adult and. As an adult, you're like, you know what? This holds up because this is actually it wasn't for me when I was a kid. Yes, and then they, and they were gonna get canceled, and they, then they found their Steve Urkel with Cody, who oh, yeah. lived in the garage. Yeah, like, <laughs> it would just pop in, <laughs> and it that was, was the key. You had to have someone who wasn't a part of the family who was essentially the star of the show about the family. Yeah, that was the recipe. It was amazing. That's how the magic happened. Truly, and it, I, I just. It's a and the best thing. This was a spinoff. This show, yeah, of Perfect Strangers. Yep, Harriet. <laughs> Harriet. It was a Harriet vehicle, <laughs> which is an, an insane thing to think about. I mean, right? It's so good. <laughs> but, I mean, just um, so good. The the whole thing's great. This episode in particular, um, because we got to stay basketball themed. Like we said, it's called entitled Grandmama. That's which, the title. Which <laughs> that's the title. Which uh, you know, everybody, if you're a a child of of nineties basketball knows is Larry Johnson's, yes. um, you know, his persona, uh, his converse post, uh, persona. And, um, you know, we're going to get into Larry Johnson a lot. There's some really interesting tidbits about, uh, about grandmama, mm-hmm. but this starts out, the episode starts out where, uh, Steve is trying to convince Eddie to play in a two on two tournament where the winner receives Chicago bulls season tickets. Insane. And- in 1992, 93. I mean, <laughs> th- th- truly. And when he, he 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 enters in the front door and goes to the kitchen, which I thought was interesting, ball yeah. in hand, and Eddie's eating the biggest sandwich you've ever seen. <laughs> like, 
And I was just like, yeah. You know how when you make yourself a sandwich, then you sit at the kitchen table? Yeah. <laughs> with nothing to read or watch? <laughs> just, he was just like... Eating in silence. It, he was like, the whole day that he was at school or whatever he was doing, you know that the only thing on I his mean, mind was like going home to make a sandwich. Yeah, it's it's like a, a Samsung Note 7 or something. Like it, <laughs> And he wants... He's like, Steve has one friend... Yeah. And it's Eddie Winslow who lives next door. And, and like, I mean, there, Eddie is like the worst friend ever. So, um, not a good friend. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that, but like, Steve will take what he can get, I guess. And, and you know, the fact that, yes, the, the proximity of, of where they live, I guess, is, uh, you know, the important part of, of how they live their friendship out. Um, but truly, can we, before we actually talk about Eddie any further, I mean, can, he is just an uncanny, um, you know, for Zach Randolph. He looks like Zach Randolph. Like, Dude, that was a, the whole time I was like, that's Zebo. Like, yeah. <laughs> he looks just like him. He looks like, just like him. Darius <laughs> McCree. Is he, does he have some Randolph in it? Like, would he, I don't think he'd be a jailblazer, though. Like, he seems like Carl would have hated that. Yeah, <laughs> Carl, Carl would not have, have <laughs> let that happen. And um, the B-plot involves Carl. Yes. The B plot involves Carl where uh, Laura is asking to stay out mm -hmm. an hour later on her curfew. Mm -hmm. um, and Harriet said, midnight, Carl says, you know what? I remember being a kid. Why don't you stay out till one? Undermines Harriet. Um, there's a few things about this uh, B plot that I love. One, very bold move to under undermine your wife. Very bold move. Very like wants to be the hip one. Just like, Tell her, leave a note. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like uh, it's, don't worry about. It. Yep. Two, he calls himself the Big Kahuna at one point. Yes, he, he says the patriarch. I think he literally says the patriarchy oh, too. The patriarchy. Which I was like, whoa, a cop saying the patriarchy. <laughs> yeah, a little. I a mean, come on. Um, and then, uh, where do we think that Reginald Bell Johnson ranks as a TV dad? Oh gosh, that's such a good high, high, Too high. He's over. <laughs> Greg Brady, right? Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he's over the beaver, the Beavers' dad. <laughs> yeah, the Cleavers, the Cleaver. Uh, he's he's at least a Tanner. Okay, but I think he might be more because the Tanners split the dad kind of three ways. Mm -hmm. And he's doing it all as, as far as the the dad role. He's doing it by himself. Um, he's he's a step below Tim Allen. Okay. Yeah, I. I was at first I was thinking like maybe like Corey Matthews dad, but then he's also the, the racist one in, uh, in um, the Edward Norton movie. Yes. American history yes, yes. that, uh, that knocked him down a peg for me. He's a great dad who feels real. He does, but he's like the 12th character in that. Like Feeney's the dad, right? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but that, that is also like, but great. Like that's a dad. I remember watching be like, that actually seems like a dad. <laughs> Hey, we're at the grocery store. He's yeah, like, just he's tired like <laughs> all the time. Yeah, um, he's got like all these kids, and he's just like, I just want to go home and take a nap. He has no, no hobbies. He doesn't like work on a car. He just like he's just around. And I was like, yes, that's a dad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I mean, Reginald L. Johnson, Carl Winslow is a he's up there, right? Yeah, he's up there. He's in he's in the upper echelon of of TV. Yeah. Um. All right, so after so the B plot, you know, it's it is what it is. It's a little little just filler. It, it's it, it, also the fact that there's only an A and B plot. Yeah, amazing. 
That's it. That's all you need. And it's just 21 minutes of fire. You know, your fight, wife, wife fighting, three scenes, boom, three scenes. It's perfect. It, the, the makeup scene, I got to say the chemistry between, um, Carl and Harriet is pretty good. Yes. It's pretty good. Like when they're hugging, kissing, they do the cheek and then they go in for, it feels, it feels real. They're, they're, they were doing, they're really doing it there. There's no weak link on this team. No. The, uh, the, uh, the cast is stacked. It really is. And at this point we're in season five. So they've all hit their groove. They know yes. exactly who their characters are. Yes. We've even talked about Waldo, Geraldo, Faldo. No, because we're about to see him when we talk about when they finally step into, you know, the street ball court yep. and, and they're waiting in line and he just absolutely fucking nails it. He's talking so about, funny. <laughs> like, like saying like we're last online, but if they switch the tables, we'll be first in line. It's unbelievable. He is tr- like, truly like if there was, if Urkel didn't exist, we would have had this Waldo Geraldo Faldo dance and Waldo Geraldo Faldo doll. Like <laughs> the fact they had both Urkel and this guy is like an embarrassment of riches. It really is. They, they were just like, how do you write all of these guys into one episode? And like, and just I, give them the time that they needed. They're unbelievable. And so they show up to sign up at the streetball court. Yeah. And Waldo is with that other friend. Yeah, who shows up. Weasel, I think I think his name's Weasel or something. Yeah, it's it's another like funny sidekick yeah. name. Like, and he's not. We like Weasel. Yeah, he's Weasel's fine. He's but fine. we find we find that the big the good player mm-hmm. is this guy named the Spider. The Spider. The Spider. Kenny Jackson. The Spider. Um, which is an incredible nickname because it's. I hate spiders. They're, they're incredibly intimidating. So I would not want to fight, you know, play it, play against a guy named the spider. Um, Eddie betrays Steve because the spider wants to be teammates with Eddie. And he's the best. This was the first super team. Wow. Yeah. This This was, he took his talents to spider. He took his talents to spider (laughs) and we get a 2010 Miami heat parallel where Larry Johnson, I guess, gets to play, or Steve gets to play the Dirk role. Yes, Steve okay. is. Yes, I will. One hundred and ten percent. Steve is the Dirk role. <laughs> they counted him out. No one did. Like no. no one thought he could do it. And then all he needed was one good year. That's it. One great. I should say one, one like divine year. I should say not good. Uh, that's such a good quote. I'm all. Oh, you're. I mean, I'm drinking the Kool Aid, man. Love it. Yeah. I. I mean, look. This kind of behavior was frowned upon in the '90s. It's not like it is now with the yes. AI mentality. Um, you know that, like, oh, I just want the easiest path to Chicago Bulls season tickets, uh, aka a championship. That you know, that's the weak stuff that the '90s it didn't embody. And you needed somebody strong to come in, yes. Steve. And that that's where Grandma Ma enters. Estelle does some recruiting. So the best part is commercial break. <laughs> And then he, Steve Urkel enters in the Winslow house and says, Estelle, my bell, you wanted to see me? <laughs> and then calls out, "You're no one ever wants to see me here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Estelle, did, I, I'm trying to remember. Did she just say, I have a friend? Yeah. Like, I, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Like, it wasn't like a friend's in town. No, like we were, it was like, uh, they were at like bingo night or something. Yeah, like that, you know, like something old people do. But it makes sense. Like, that's so good that, like, 
this is how a no-brainer of an episode this was. It was like, yeah, we have an old woman. She has a friend. This is her friend. Done. There. <laughs> Want to go on break? Like, <laughs> let's order dinner. Like, and and Steve's like, um, I'm a feminist and all, but you, you said like, girl, yes. and then and then um, you said at the senior it was the senior citizens club because he's like, wait, did you yep. say senior citizen? Um, how old is she? And Estelle's like, you never ask a woman over yep. fifty. Yep. Over fifty. <laughs> In classic, like even with the big glasses, you see the eyes bulge. Um, just, just fantastic. Truly, by, by truly. Everybody. And, oh my god! And then Grandma Ma enters with like a bun cake or something that he's palming. And he goes, "I." She goes, "I'll tell Grandma Ma." And then, like, he goes, "I brought a cake." <laughs> All right. So, uh where does Grandma Ma rank, like, in NBA nicknames? Man, that's a question I have because is it a nickname or is it an alter ego? Mm. Do we call Larry Johnson Grandmama? Uh, well, you know, in Space Jam, when uh, the aliens are talking about stealing the, the uh, you know, the, the power of the players, one of the aliens goes, you know, La La Larry Johnson, gr 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 Grandmama. So I take it then that, that if it's if Space Jam did, yes. You know, which. I'm Larry Johnson was killing it in the nineties with his acting roles. I mean, this in space jam is just truly, but is Larry this, I think this is one of the, this elevated the player. Like he is now this, this makes him something mythical. Yeah. In a weird way. Like he would have been just like a, he would have been Jamal Mashburn without <laughs> this. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. like, he's cool. He was cool. He would have been fine. You know, like Steve Smith, you know, he, this is such a good, Everything about this is good. They never explain it. No. The, the first commercial doesn't really explain it. It's just so, that there's an old lady that lives in a shoe. <laughs> like, so I was, do I did like a little research about it. And um, like Larry Johnson was not stoked about the idea of grandmama. Like he, he signed out of college. They, they gave him this recruiting pitch that also like for a commercial that was also amazing. It was. Well, yes, I know. So, do you know you, the story? You say what it is, and then I will. There's two different versions of why they switched it. Okay. So okay, the you story, go. The, this rumor has it the story goes that because he signed with Converse, the initial pitch to him was that Larry Bird and Magic Johnson, who also were Converse athletes, were going to be operating on this guy to make the perfect basketball player. Frankenstein, yeah, type thing. Yeah, and, and they would argue that Larry Bird thought that he should be called Larry, Magic Johnson thought he should be called Johnson, mm -hmm. and then kind of do like an Undertaker-esque like rise from, from the, the Frankenstein table as the perfect basketball player. It, it, he would have the passing of Magic Johnson and the shooting of Larry, like they were like, it was that kind of like perfect player. Yeah, and uh, like mad scientist type stuff. Which honestly, I'm like, wow, that is like an unbelievable idea. Getting two legends to get in it, and then sure. they, and then from what I read, they were just like, they audibled and they were like, actually, we're going to do this thing where we put you in a dress. Yeah, that's so, that, that's that's what I got out of it. So this is that's there, there, I've heard another version that I don't take it with like a, four grains of salt. Sure, I heard they filmed this version. And it was one of the most expensive commercials ever. <laughs> and it had tubes coming from the players and like, you know, 
yeah. we're taking this part. And then the HIV announcement comes out. Mm. And they're like, we can't show a video of us taking blood from Magic Johnson. Uh -huh. we, can't, we can't create, it, it can't be this guy that comes from this person right now. Like, right. And then this was like their B pitch. Like they had nothing. Yeah. That's and that, that that's how it was originally told to me. Uh, I don't know if that, and again, who knows? But you know what, that, that, I mean, that makes sense. And it almost feels, because I think like Larry Johnson's done some interviews about it, but that makes sense. Like, would he, can he go in an interview and say that that's the reason? Like he probably wouldn't say that that was the reason. Yeah. Right. Now we kind of know, it feels like borderline. It's almost like we were so ignorant, but like, you yeah. know, what are we going to do? Like it was back then. We didn't know anything like, no. And I, 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 I like to believe a version where they had no other choice but to be like, uh, a grandma? Like, <laughs> because I love when it's like, we don't have any other choices. And then it turns out to be, if they didn't do it, like, what a gift. Like, right. the universe was like, we got you. And what, I mean, can you, can you imagine this getting pitched now? Would any NBA player be this silly? So, all right. So here's my thing. So Nike owns Converse. Yes. How on earth and I don't know what Larry Johnson's thing is. I don't know what kind of endorsements he has now. I but love how have we not had a Grandmama Uncle Drew crossover? Yes. Yes. Because Uncle Drew seems like the, you know, the, the heir apparent to the Grandmama character. So um, I was thinking about this. I think you're right. But there is something about him being a woman. Oh. That is like so much more badass. It's an... Like way ahead of its time. There's this. It's something like it's. He look. It's like there. There is a confidence in like. It's. I don't know why the gender matters, but like it definitely changes it from Uncle Drew. Uncle Drew's is kind of like you're trying to trick some people. <laughs> and it, like and also like Uncle Drew legitimately with makeup looks like an old. Yeah. Person. Larry Johnson just looks like Larry Johnson yes. with a dress and like a wig on. And he's always doing stuff and like. <laughs> He's always talking about shaving legs and sports bras, <laughs> but I, I I agree. How have they not done something together, and how has there not been the new grandmama? Right. I, maybe that's what they were hoping Anthony Bennett would turn out to be. Who, who would be your if you could cast grandmama right now? If I think Zion. Oh, yeah. Damn, he might be too big, but yeah, you're right. I, it's, I right. It, I, Who's someone who doesn't need? Who needs it? Like Zion doesn't need this, right? Who? Like, hmm. like is it Montrez Harrell? Who? Like, I, that was the literally the first name that I was thinking. In my head. If, that was it. Like someone where it's like a mid tier guy who like kind of like Larry Johnson. Yeah. No offense. Right. But like uh uh a, a yeah not like the guy who's going to be the face of the league. He he has to dress like a old lady yeah like I mean, Zion, zion's gonna sell shoes you know it, he doesn't need anything outside of like a commercial of him jumping really high he's so good do, do you think they would release release these shoes again like i'm shocked they haven't <sighs> yeah I, I don't know why I, especially like with like a retro craze that everyone yes. falls into it it's uh I, i've been trying to get my hand on granted different company and whatnot but I found like an amazing pair of Reebok pumps when I was in college yes. at, at an outlet mall in Florida for like $30. They were like black with like a pink pump, like a hot pink pump, like the oh. everything I loved about the nineties. And I was like, these are the best shoes ever. And now I, I, I like, I can get them on eBay, but they're like $450. Don't do it. Which isn't, it's, I don't you can find You'll be able to find them. 
because yeah. they'll release them. It's again the pumps. Yeah. Get pumps like uh, kamikazes. The, mm. the the answers or the questions. The, yeah. wor- the worms like Rodman <laughs> had a shoe, which is crazy to think yeah. about. Um, it was so grandma grandma top tier. Him and Little Penny. I think I think it, he beats Little Penny for me. Little so. If you could see, how do I move my head? I got Little Penny behind me. Whoa! I got Little Penny behind me. I, I love that. Little Penny. I think that Grandmama and Little Penny were two of the best marketing yes. campaigns for any any basketball ever. Maybe maybe just in general sports. Good um, advertising. I, I just don't I don't know why these these companies have been so safe. It feels like they've been so safe with their yes. you know with their advertisements. Um, why is that? I, I don't know it. It seems like now is the time to go crazy and and not be safe. Who would be silly? Like that's the thing I'm I come back to this. Like right. who would allow themselves to be an old lady woman with a wig and dress? Like Kawhi wouldn't. LeBron wouldn't. LeBron tries to be like funny, but he won't be silly. Yeah. Like yeah. Harden. I feel like Harden could do something like this. Harden Russ could do good. something like this, but like my the thing is like so I have this theory. Um, about how you can at least decide who is going to be competing for an NBA championship yes. and who you could eliminate right away. Okay. And it's whatever superstar is signed with like Adidas um, or, or basically another company, you can, you can eliminate them right away because Adidas hasn't had a finals MVP since Tim Duncan. Really? Um, so they have okay. Dame too. They have Dame right now, right? Yeah. And and I love Dame. Dame is pro. I think Dame's my favorite player in the league. Really? Um, I, he's awesome. On a night, I love Dame. But he's like, really great. He's an Adidas athlete. Um, so like, it's it's tough because it just doesn't it it doesn't work like that. Who was the last Adidas MVP? Was it Rose? Uh the la- Yeah, I would. I would. It would. Uh, no, it would Harden. It would have to be Harden. Oh yeah, Harden. Har- it would have to yeah. be Harden. Yeah. Wow. Um, so so even, and, and like Nike for finals MVPs has won something like 15 of the last 16. And Gosh. the only person who didn't win the finals MVP or who won it, it wasn't was Kawhi with new balance. Yep. He also won with Jordan, his first finals MVP. So he's like a half, he's like a halfsy. I love it. Yeah. That's oh, like, cause he's, cause he's with, when well, that was with new balance, though, with now, new balance right? now, and he won with the Raptors with new balance. So that was the one out of wow. since Tim Duncan, but he won his first one with Jordan. So it was almost uh. like, that counts. It counts. It counts. No, it's. I think it's Jordan's different. But I don't know. Like it. Well, you know, Jordan. Like to me, like Jordan and and Wade won. In in, I know that your your Twitter uh, your Twitter link is I, a. As, I hate I hate Dwayne. Yeah, it, it's it's the the Dwayne Wade shot ninety seven free throws, throws at the two thousand six yeah. NBA Finals dot com. No one had it. No, it was free. No one had it yet. It's uh, it's absolutely that was an unbelievable basketball moment to watch in real time knowing that that's the first time that you were like like for me it was one of the first times that i was absolutely like life's just not fair i was so sad <laughs> um, it was like such a sad part of my life i was like it was just one of those i was like it was like charlie brown and you know christmas time yeah. i was just like walking around um but uh, wayne wade was converse to bring it back he was the converse so but also part of nike so you know if you want to wade could have done something like this wade could have we could this, this version of a Gabriel Union, like he d- dyes his hair blonde type mm-hmm. Wade, he would have done it. Yeah. Wade, especially now, post playing career Wade. Um, he's very funny right now. He's like fun and he's cool. Like he's great. 
I love him. He's, you know, I guess socially conscious now. He's yeah. Doing a great job. A great dad. Seems yeah. we, we stand Wade. We stand Wade. His, you know, you know what? I, I think we give him too much stuff, you know, like too much shit for, for his Chicago year. I, I, it, yeah, it, it, it's it, not ideal. it wasn't like the whole scenario wasn't ideal, but you know what? If, if Rondo doesn't hurt his, his hand in, in, in the playoffs, who knows where the, the franchise is at? I that was, I did not watch a second of that season because of R- Rondo and Wade are my were at the time my two yeah. least favorite players in the whole league and I was like well yeah. they can't, they come to my city I'm out I'm, I'm out and I, I, I boycotted it for the whole year so I have no memory of it and it's awesome when people talk about it yeah uh, just, it was a, a smart move because uh, it was such, I, I remember like very specifically I believe their first game was on Halloween I was at a Halloween party I think awesome. they played the Pacers and the Bulls won by like thirty or something. And I was, like, amazing. I was like, that's it. We're, it's going to be the championship. Write it down. Take it to the bank. And then it was just like, oh, we, we finished with a 500 team. No one can shoot. And now, and now we're going to get rid of Jimmy Butler. So this is. Oh, <laughs> God. Hey. But shout out Jimmy. You're Jimmy's the. Jimmy's the man. You're awesome. We love Jimmy's doing it, man. <laughs> Chicago was wrong. Jimmy yeah. was right. Jimmy was right. Mm-hmm. Love it. Shout out Jimmy. Jimmy G Buckets. G stands for Gets. Um, <laughs> are the basketball teams. In, in this episode, good. From a basketball standpoint, are the basketball scenes the good? analytics guys would hate it for sure. Um, I think. I mean, if we can get, I, I my biggest takeaway watching the the finals. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, I, I don't think we need to get to. We don't need to see. It's Steve and Grandmama, yeah, yeah. Spider and Eddie. Yeah, that's who we're going to see in the finals. That you they, know. they take care of business. They put in work. Yes. It's now the finals. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable how close it is when you have <laughs> Grandma Ma out there. You have a literal NBA player. I guess I don't. I don't know kayfabe what she is, but I think right. she has her own shoe. So like, I think she's something. <laughs> the fact that it's so close is crazy, right? It's like tied. It is crazy, and especially because like Urkel is also incredible. Yes. He's, he's Who's his cop? Um, I I want to say this not only because I think they kind of look similar, but I, CJ McCollum. Oh yes, <laughs> CJ should have an Urkel shoe. How cool would that be? CJ, if CJ did some kind of Urkel thing, that would be. And he's silly. He's he makes fun of himself and stuff. Yeah, I love that. He re- he reminds me of Goran Dragic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Urkel does. Okay. Yeah, kind of a, a long slasher who can, who's like an okay shooter, but like, well, he wants to get to the bucket. He's a point yeah. guard who wants to get to the bucket, and he'll get up a little bit. Yeah, you no, know, like Steve is doing reverse dunks in, <sighs> in his converse, uh, like like he's um like Bill Russell. Like it's you're yes. in the nineties. You don't have to wear converse. You like. don't. <laughs> you can wear retrospects, but the basketball is very simple. Mm. I mean. You know, it, like so, Spider's pretty good. I, I wrote out a comp for him as well. I think he's he's got a little campaign in him. Oh, see, I was thinking PG, but that's probably better. Yeah, because um, he's a lefty. So I was like, who's a lefty? Who's like, you, um, I did not notice that Spider was a lefty. That's really yeah, good. These are the details that you know after you do a bunch of these episodes that you got, <laughs> that you got to you got to search out. That was that's so impressive. I love that. Um, wow. Obviously, Larry Johnson, uh, Grandma is playing like Larry Johnson. Yes. Eddie, Eddie is the weak link here. 
he looks like he he's never dribbled a basketball before. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you have Urkel and Grandmama, who are both incredible, and then yes. Spider, who's like pretty, he's like pretty good. Um, and then Eddie, who's not good at all, and somehow it's it's a tie game at the end. And, and Eddie is a Eddie's huge. Eddie's like not that much shorter than Grandmama. Eddie's big, and dude, he should be in the post. He should be in the post. He's and, a hoss. Like, what are you doing? Like, and this is the '90s. Post play was encouraged. Yeah, he can't be dribbling. It's not. It's not Eddie wins fast. Like, no. he's he's not that quick, man. Like, he's he lumbers out there. Yeah, and and like in the one on one, like it, once once Urkel gets. Well, wait, wait. Let's let's set the we gotta set the stage. Yeah, we gotta set the stage. So okay. So, so Grandma who is you know a, older than fifty. Yeah, she, um, she's she's geriatric. We don't know her exact age. Did not wear a sports bra. She <laughs> she should have though. Mm-hmm. Um, she she pulls uh what was it? she she hurt her what was it she hurt she her twisted her knee twisted which her knee. I thought was like they didn't put any thought in they they put zero thought what she goes what ha- what happened I twisted my knee yeah like it could have been like oh I, I hurt my hip <laughs> like something ACL like, or something yeah. yeah. Um, I yeah, twist- it could be like a, an old lady thing. Like, yeah, my, I need some calcium chews or something. Okay. Yeah, my back, you know, something yeah. old. But it was like, oh, I twisted my knee. Like that could just happen to anybody playing on the at the park. Like that, that was. Um, but so good. So he, Grandma Ma, twists the knee, and Spider and Eddie, and the game's tied. It's ten ten. Ten ten. Uh, Spider and Eddie are like, we win. Give us our tickets. And Grandma Ma's like, nah, one on one. You got a problem gets all like strong on, on, uh, on spider spiders. Like, and it should be Eddie versus, versus yes. and spiders. Like, all right. Uh-huh. All Res- right. Respect to grandma. Ma, Cause she's like, I'm the best player. You're the best player. Let's go. <laughs> like we're out. It kind of like calls Eddie out. Be like, no, not you. He's the best player. One-on-one. Yeah. Next point. Yeah. Next point. That's another bold move. Not even like match. Not even match. Sudden death. Eddie has the ball, right? Yeah. Eddie has the ball. And he should, how did he lose this? <laughs> and this is where he should have been in the post. But instead, yes, Urkel throws up jump. And, right. And Urkel like, is supposed to be like the scrawny. like yes, it's not. Nerd. Stefan is not in the universe yet. Not yet. Bruce Stephon. Lee, not in the universe. <laughs> Amazing. Like, <laughs> it's, it's just Steve. What an incredible show. It's just Steve. Take him in the post. You get a nice, easy layup. Um, you know, drop left shoulder, little off the off the glass, over. But instead, misses, and now he's on an island with Steve, who's got like a handle and is shifty. Um, oh. and, and it's just, it was over. He drives. I thought he was gonna pull up, but he drives. He drives. He skies. Cl- camera close up, and he dunks. So we don't mm-hmm. see his feet. No. And then the greatest. This is this is how you know he's like truly. A, like a great comedic actor, <laughs> the slow turn and like the look he gives with his eyes, like he takes his time. Like he, I mean, wrestling, he did it slow. Like he did exactly he, the farthest person in the Tokyo Dome would have seen that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, a, a, anyone at Rosemont would have seen that in any seat. It, he just does the look and it's like, you, Oh, you're, you baby face, you baby face. <laughs> like it, unbelievable. It was an unbelievable performance. Um, should I don't know if I don't think it won an Emmy, but it should have. He should have if he did it. What what's TV for? 
Right. If it, the Undertaker doesn't win one for playing a character for 25 years, then why do we have these awards? Like, <laughs> it doesn't make any. Give them something, and then they lift him up. Everyone's stoked. They go nuts, and they lift up Steve. And then some people have to lift up Grandma Ma, which is like, <laughs> I mean, how? What waivers did they sign? Like, what union did that? I want to know. The, I there's no way that that they informed anybody involved. Just Grandma Larry Johnson. <laughs> you go to 120 pounds, you know, 240. That, this was a bunch of, uh, what was it? Second city actors improv. Truly. It was, it really was. It was just guys on the Torco going, I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, and like stoked. Yeah, I got to lift this guy. And the best, when, when, when grandma gets lifted up, he, she stays in character. Mm-hmm. Did you notice? And she pulls her dress down to it, be, modest and i was like larry johnson is a- emmy and it should be emmy worthy um performance all around i and the one thing that this episode doesn't have enough of because of the setting 92 93 chicago i'm not seeing a lot of jordans out on the court none i don't know if i know jordan always has weird contractual yes things, but you figure like the shoes are probably should be fair game, right? Or logos, or like, like you can say Chicago Bulls, like they said it. Yeah, um, very clearly the Jordan Bulls that everybody truly like. Point. But maybe they were being so weird about it. Oh, we do have we gotten to the end yet though? Um, no, we the the very end. They, Steve and Eddie make up. They do. They they reconcile their differences. And I thought this was a great moment. And he gives the other ticket to Eddie because Grandmama is a is actually a, she loves the Hornets. She's a Charlotte Hornets fan. She didn't like the Bulls, she loves the Hornets. She's not even, she didn't like the Bulls. She's like Charlotte Hornets, and it was like so. Jaleel White actually wrote the episode. What? Yeah, this was he wrote two episodes on the show, and this was the first episode he wrote. How old was he? I don't know. Like this is at the point where he's clearly growing into his body a little bit. Like you're starting to see him cut up a little bit. So he's getting a little bit older, but he's still like, he's got to be young. He's still got to be young at this point. Cause like you said, still haven't seen like Stefan and all, you know, he, there are some like really good, like classic comedy bits in this. Like really takes the sandwich and he's like gesturing with Eddie's sandwich and the meat goes everywhere. The, Laura grounding herself so her parents make up and don't fight anymore. Like, yep. there's some like really in, like smart, just like that's good, Jaleel. Jaleel, you did it, man. You did it, and it's wow. Where what was this came out in like ninety two, ninety three ish? So it, we're in twenty twenty. So around thirty years later, you're finally getting your just due. You know, we're giving you your flowers now while you're you know you're here to listen to. Yes. It. This was his first. Sure. I mean, he 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 probably got in the writers guild as a result. Like this was his way in. <laughs> what a fantastic! Good for you, Jaleel. Like you should. We we did not appreciate you as a culture as much as we should. We we should and we didn't. And like so, I'm from Long Island. I spent you know a, a good amount of time throughout my life in Brooklyn, and literally like every fucking person from Williamsburg dresses unironically yeah. like Steve Urkel now, right? And like has for years. The original the original hipster icon. Like like the impact on the culture that's yes. had is unbelievable. Move over AI. Like this, <laughs> he was there. He was there. Uh, 
And the basketball, I mean, it was just dunks, right? It's it's dunks a little bit. You know, you get a little bit. There's a lot of off the backboard, which is a big thing in the, in the yeah. night. You know, and, and frankly, I miss that. I wish there was I, more. I think there's more off the backboard now. Agreed. You know that any time Tim Duncan on the mid post off the glass, kiss off the glass, his money every time. Trace McGrady, he Tim. made it. He, ah. he God, he made it. Like that was his move. It was f- Family Matters delivered. If you have a Hulu subscription, you should watch this. If you have 22 minutes, it's <laughs> worth it. I I. Family Matters is one of the shows because, like I said, like I, I've gone back and watched step by step a little, like on Hulu. Family Matters is one of the you know shows I got in my queue. Like you know what, I'm just gonna like. It's a good show that you could just bang out as like background noise, yes. you know, where you don't have to fully immerse yourself into it. Um, if you miss a scene, it's fine. There's two plots. You're fine. But, but like, I legitimately left this episode like, oh my god, the show. Like it's yes, amazing. it's way better than I remember the last time. Yes, watching it, and I'm going to actually go through and watch it now. Yes, it, it stands up in a way that, like, for what it is, and you're like, oh, this innocent type of comedy is probably harder to do now. Like, this is a level of difficulty where they're not just going to be like meta or like self aware, ironic. Like, they're being yeah. earnest. Sitcoms are so hard to do. No, and, and it, it, it's really great. I think there's a market if somebody they wrote a good script, got developed good characters, and they kind of did like, you know what, we're gonna make it look as nineties as we possibly yes. can. And I agree. Nineties, like like memorable theme song, which was like a staple of every like gang vocals. Oh my um, god. You know, I think there's a market for like Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, whatever to like pick up and just bang out like ten yes. twenty two minutes and just like own the you know twitter for like a weekend yes i think you totally could and like that guy wrote full house fan matter step us up all same dude um jesse fredericks i think is is the composer's name and he's he's like my searching for sugar man like i love him uh if you're there's a sitcom called going places that has a great theme song that he wrote that was with heather locklear oh yeah and it was like two seasons holland taylor's in it stacy keen it's great it's a, did not work, but it's a, the, the theme song is like his magnum opus and it sucks that it didn't get there because it, it the song was too good for the show, but he's great. And I agree. There's a market for this. And I think there's a market for more grandma type advertising, like hundred percent, little penny, get creative, you know, Nike, Adidas is the one I think who really needs to do it because Adidas yes. I feel like it's so like Nike can get by because they have every like big major star yeah it's you know, their their marketing is amazing like all their like black and white commercials like even like those commercials their art well written their art very their art adidas needs like a we're, we need a, a character we need somebody yeah, to push this you know like like and you know what i feel like dame would be willing to do something silly yes i think so too and dame should be the guy who is the face of you know of, of adidas uh you know harden's personality is just, it's like very bland, whatever. Like Dame has personality. We yes. there's something there. Dame, he deserves to be even more famous than he is. I love Dame. Let's get let's make Dame some kind of funny character with like a really good marketing, you know, thing behind him. And to bring it full circle, he has the there's a, there's the Stone Cold Steve Austin Dame shoes that he has. And so he can do that. Like I I mean, Chris Rock's around. <laughs> right? Lil Penny can be Lil Dame. Or Lil Dame. Yeah, or Lil 
Mambo or little Jonathan Isaac. Like, give me someone. Give me some. Give me. Give me little Booker, Devin Booker. Like, mm-hmm. give me someone. Somebody could take the mantle. It's there for the taking. Um, we're available for consulting. Uh, if any execs are are out there uh, watching, listening. Basketball is silly. Be silly. We're we're available. We'll yes. Know, first. It's- First 15 minutes are free. And then yes, uh, we'll, then we charge then we'll, not that much. We're, we're just happy to be in the room with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome, man. Um, this was a, a blast, my man. Thank you. you have so any much. Final thoughts? I, I, I feel like we covered, you know, everything that we needed to cover. Um, I think bass, any like silly basketball is that that's what makes basketball fun. Yeah. Space jam. It's not serious. It's not the gridiron. You know, it's not the pastime. It's not a religion. It's, it's, it is a circus and let's remind ourselves of that. It's supposed to be fun. Yes, it is. Um, dude, John, thank you for doing this. Thank you, man. Amazing. I had a great time. Me too. Have to come back. Um, I would love to. I'd be honored. We'll figure out something, uh, another episode to do that's really fun and, and silly. Um, because there are some incredibly silly basketball films. Truly. Um, truly guys, girls, everybody else, uh, this is it for another episode of nothing but Netflix. We're going to be back next week um, with who knows what movie documentary TV show, who knows? I haven't decided yet, but we'll be back. Um, So if you're watching, make sure you like subscribe. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple podcasts, you know, uh, leave a a review, uh, subscribe, share it out, all of that shit. I appreciate everybody watching, listening. And until next time, guys, girls, everybody else. Peace.